This episode brought to you by Chain Restaurants, the perfect solution when you're hungry, on a budget, and want something mediocre yet inoffensive. Find your nearest neighborhood chain restaurant by traveling as far away from anyone's neighborhood as possible and kind of enjoy a meal today. Chain Restaurants. You didn't have to cook it. Hello and welcome to Elijah Saves the Universe, the show where we waste time talking about random things while trying to determine if the universe is a simulation run by some guy in a basement. I'm Adam. And I'm Eve. And this is a very special episode because last night we went to see... Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Oh, that was that was <laughs> lovely. And I think when, at the end of the show we both looked at each other and, and without even speaking we knew, let's not say a thing about our experience until we get in front of a microphone because there there was so much so much to say and we wanted to share it with more than just each other yeah or just have a record of, of this conversation because I, I don't well let's first before we get into it how did we end up at trans-siberian orchestra which l- l- let me preface this by saying i i have i didn't really know who they were until last night um i only knew when you're shopping for clothes at Christmas time, you're going to hear that song, uh, the Carol of the Bells by Trans-Siberian Orchestra, which if I don't know if everybody knows what that sounds like. It goes, that's, that's perfect. You know, but it's, um, the metal version. Um, but it's the kind of safe metal that your grandmother likes. So I've had it on my bucket list for years to go see the Trans-Siberian Orchestra because I'm really into Christmas and I love that, like, da-da-da-da. And I just, I, I've, you know, you see, the, like, the billboards for Trans-Siberian Orchestra. I'm like, oh, not this year, but I'll go someday. And this was the year that we went. And I think this was the year for a lot of people to knock this item off their bucket list because it looked like they didn't have many years left in, in the, at least the first three rows. Of, of the audience, no, I'm not. It's really there were oxygen tanks, and like you, when the band started, people turned their hearing aids down. Um, yeah, it was it was that kind of crowd, and I I don't know. Yeah, I I, I had no idea. I was kind of dumbfounded at as you know, like because this was in Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle. Which is big. It is <laughs> big. Huge. So, <clears throat> for perspective, Guns N' Roses played there. And Guns N' Roses, like them or not, it's a hugely popular act. They filled the arena. Uh, you could, there, were no, there were no empty seats. And we went to see Guns N' Roses. Pretty good show. Um, but this Trans-Siberian Orchestra, they had two showings in a single day. One at 3.30, one at 7.30. And it, it wasn't and ver- packed, but it was pretty full yeah i would i would say it was more than much more than half full so taken and you know total that up for, for two performances if the first performance were as full as the second um then yeah they've probably outsold guns and roses which is impressive <laughs> which is amazing and i'm sure the tickets were not as expensive but still um supply and demand being what it is it's it's an it's an impressive achievement to sell out that arena so, um, 
This is an item on my bucket list that I'd never really thought through, I would say, until we actually got there. Because I do only know two songs by Trans-Siberian Orchestra. I've never, like, listened to a, a, a like an album of theirs. I've only listened to it on the radio. And so when we were, like, driving there, I actually realized... I had no idea what this concert was going to be like, because if it was like in my head, it would only last about seven minutes. And I was like, I don't know how they're <laughs> going to build two hours with those two songs, because oh, that's all I've got. So out of curiosity, uh, what is the second song? I, I don't know anything but I, it, Carol. It's, it's exactly like that. It's just a slightly different one, but it's another Christmas song that's also da-da-da-da. And oh, okay. it, that's it. It just no words. And they just, yeah, but... It, it, they had many more songs to sing and with actual like words and singers. And I didn't realize that it might be kind of religious because yeah. <laughs> I forget that some people think of Christmas as a religious holiday. Oh, that is crazy. I know. I just, I don't even think about it. And then I was like, Oh, a lot of Christmas songs are religious and have Christian undertones. And that surprised me. Right. Yeah. Now, not knowing anything about this band, including the name, I like the name is somehow perfect because it makes zero sense. I, you know, Trans Siberian. I don't know what that means other than there's a Trans Siberian Railroad that I've heard of, but this has nothing to do with a Trans Siberian Railroad or Russia. I thought this maybe the some people from Russia who like to play metal. No, no, it's an American band. I think they formed out of a different metal band i looked it up on wikipedia for about two minutes after it's like what was that and uh yeah so it, it conjures up images of russia and railroads which have nothing to do with what happened last night and that was kind of the feeling i had for the entire show <laughs> yeah it was it was something i don't know i like that it had a lot of that whole like i don't know if i'm delighted because this is ridiculous, or I don't know if I'm delighted because it's Christmas and I love everything Christmas, or if I actually like this for what it is. I don't know. I just had to experience it. Yeah, it's fully. it's confusing in that way. <laughs> and I would say, when you go to a show, there's a spectrum between a performance and music. So if I were going to go see, like, say, Mark Knopfler, or um, Pearl Jam, or Foo Fighters. They're, th th that's about the music. You're not going to go see, oh, I hope they have a good light show, too. <laughs> that might be nice, and it might be surprising, but if you were to see those, like, those performances in a very small venue, that would probably be even better. You're like, ooh, I get to see them up close in an intimate venue. Um, and hear their music really well, and that would be nice. But on the opposite end of that spectrum is something like uh, Celine Dion or Riverdance, where this is a performance. This is not necessarily about the music. I want to see spectacle. And my first impression of this was that at some point you cross over from musical group to circus, and I've never seen a performance that was more exactly on that line than last night, than the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. It, it was a spectacle. There were 
like lasers and smoke and fire and and moving parts of sets with colors and, and like glitter it was so much and then people singing like very intensely and it was it was just like a lot for the senses i i would say yeah and it's not it, it is a musical journey <laughs> opera but kind of in the spinal tap vein where um you know, they, they, there were three platforms that the performers could like walk up to the stage, the front of the stage, and, and they would rise up. So it's like, oh, now they're doing that, but 20 feet higher than they were before. And that's kind of interesting. Although the first time that happened, the platforms didn't just like rise and then stay there. They kind of moved, but not in unison. So it, it almost looked like they were broken or it gave me the impression, especially because it was a holiday music of like a jack in the box. So it's like, well, you know, that could look cool, but no, it just looks like, whoops, they they didn't really set the height properly and now they're trying to fix it. Um, So yeah, that made me laugh out loud, which I was the only one laughing in our particular section, but man, it it was tough. We, We were giggling a lot of it. I mean... It, they, I thought that they played very well. They sang well. The violinist was like, she was rocking. She was like flipping her hair and like getting down on the floor almost and, yeah. and violining as well as you can violin <laughs> in this scenario. And yeah, I can't express how talented these musicians were enough. Like the guitar was, I, I play guitar and I, I know good and bad guitar and they were extremely competent at what they do. So first of all, every song is a power ballad, and there's not there's not like oh here's the fast one here's the slow one, um, and so you kind of know what to expect. And also because they're all power ballads, they're all the you know mid tempo, dun 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 dun, dun like that over and over, and with the very dramatic singing, and you don't do the dramatic singing without raising your hands in the air. Oh, so much hand raising. There's so like, you know, much. the fist on one side and yeah. then the up and then going down slowly with both hands yeah. and kind of like all of that. Fist in front of your face going up slowly. That's a good move. Yeah. You know, anything you would imagine that you would have seen in an MTV 80s hair metal music video, it was there. They had it. They there, nailed there it. Was, there was the looking dramatically to the right and then shifting quickly to the left. So your head is moving very sharply from one side to the other. Yeah. While singing about, um, I don't know, I, I didn't really grasp the whole story, but about a runaway girl. There's a theme. Yeah. But, so. but the songs were all just Christmas songs. It was just yeah. he, the, the magi see a star and what is that? And then they get a message and they get frankincense. Like frankincense was definitely mentioned in one of the songs. I, yeah. And there's, it was... The the lyrics are very Christmas music-y, which also, like, it fits the music about as well as Trans-Siberian Orchestra is a good description of what we saw, um, which is to say not at all. And, yeah, the whole thing is just so unexpected and incongruous. Is that the right way to say that? Incongruous, incongruous? I think you had it right the first There's time. There's an incongruity <laughs> with Trans-Siberian Orchestra that I found absolutely hysterical. You leaned over to me at one point and were like, you can't parody this. That you is true. 
I just thought that was the best description of it. Of like, okay. this is you. Were, you would be unable to parody Trans Siberian yeah. Orchestra because it, it's already walking that line so well. That yeah, you you can't make it funnier. <laughs> you, you can't make fun of it. It 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 really. There's no way I could feel like okay. Let's let's make our own, but funny. It's like no that. There's nowhere to go from there. Right. Yeah. Then, then you just verge into like slapstick and like ridiculous. Like yeah, you can't just, go any further. Let's do this, but with performers that are not as good. Like no, it was it was note for note perfect, True. and I felt nothing. And and the other thing I I said to Eve during the performance was like there was this really dramatic, excellent operatic singing. This woman singing the song, and the most dramatic point. And I leaned over and said, I think I would have chills right now if I like this. <laughs> and at that moment, I realized this isn't really for me. It's not my thing. It's not bad. I didn't, li- I didn't dislike it. I felt completely neutral about the entire thing. And that was, I think, pretty good for what it was. Like, they, they did a good job. The other thing to mention, I think, was the drummer. I, I was watching the drummer nearly the entire time, and he looked bored to death. Not because he he was not trying to look bored, and he if you I think if you didn't really pay attention, he was looking like he's having a great time because he's smiling, he's spinning his drumstick a lot. <laughs> like I've never seen somebody spin their drumstick in between every single snare hit. So there was not a time where he could have spun a drumstick and didn't. So I think he was just trying, like, I think this is a little game he has with himself. Like, let's see how many times I can spin tonight because I'm playing a mid-tempo power ballad for two hours and I'm just bored out of my mind. I think that's what that was because there was no like, ooh, look, he's spinning his drumstick now. Yeah, you pointed it out to me, and I couldn't unsee it. I was like, "Oh my gosh, she's <laughs> spins that so much." It's like boom, boom, spin, do, do, spin, do, do, spin, and you're like, "Oh wow, yeah. I, I, I had not even looked that direction. I'd been looking at you know the the violinist and the person with their arms in the air singing, and then that after that, I was like, "Well, now I'm obsessed with this guy." Yeah, like, <laughs> the entire two hours spinning his drumsticks, and. Yeah, it's it's kind of like I could picture this guy in a wedding band also being that bored. Like, oh, I don't want to play um, Journey anymore. <laughs> but I'm going to make it fun for myself. Let's make a game out of it so we can get through and I can get paid. But, yeah, like I think if you're not paying attention to that sort of thing and you're just there to enjoy the show, you wouldn't notice any of these things. Yeah. I do have to say I am, I am so glad that I had that on my bucket list and that we experienced it together because it was it was it's something I will never forget like the amount of lasers and the amount of intense singing and there was the part where like a little light went up as like the star in the sky you know over Bethlehem and right I right from sn- the middle of the stage and I snorted because I couldn't even hold it together and I'd been trying not to laugh and it was just so, I don't know. I couldn't. That was kind of the snort heard around the world because <laughs> nobody else <laughs> laughed at that moment. It was supposed to be this touching, dramatic moment. And it was the one, like, quiet moment in the entire arena. And I hear this. <laughs> 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 and 
and that, I, I just lost it because I was trying not to laugh at the time. And like, yeah, the whole thing was kind of like that for me because they were acting like they were very famous. You know, like if you were to go see the Rolling Stones and you were up front, you'd be like, whoa, there's Mick Jagger. I've heard of him. And he would strut around. He'd be like, yeah, he deserves to do that. But this was that with people I've never heard of. Yeah, nobody, there was nobody like, oh, that guy. Yeah. But they'd walk out and some people would be like, woo, but not. Yeah, like like, (laughs) I think maybe if you really knew who that was, you'd. But then again, they kind of introduce themselves at the end, kind of like a Broadway performance where they all take a bow. And and this is you know, Bob Smith playing the guitar. It, it, it wasn't Bob Smith. They they yeah, sound the like metal guitarist <laughs> names. <laughs> it, it, it sounded like this is Joe Satriani and this is Steve Vai, but just different different names. It's, it's like their cousin. I, I didn't notice any of the names that completely went by, by me because that's when I realized that I wanted to leave and we were right in the middle of the of the seats and there was no easy exit for us. And I was like, oh no, there's going to be an encore and it might go while I am. I'm good. Like I get it. And I can't leave. Yeah. The encore was a little rough because they, um, they brought the one of the singers out and they're like, can this guy sing the blues or what? And they were playing Christmas metal music the entire time. So I was like, I, I don't know. Why don't we hear a blues song? <laughs> Let's see. And they did that in the encore, but it was kind of bluesy, but weird. And yeah. it was about Christmas and I did, or a city. It's like. It was a city and there was something the about snow. Christmas even snow. Yeah, city in the snow. Like, let's walk through the city and watch the snow fall down in a blues way, which made no sense. It was perfect for, like, it right. fit just with the rest of the show. And then in the middle, they put in the uh, uh, ZZ Top song for, like, one verse. They played one verse of LaGrange. And it's like, okay, yeah, I guess the guy can sound like Billy Gibbons, and that's pretty cool. But it reminded me of, like, when you're reading a romance novel and they put, like, a Shakespeare quote in there. It's like, <laughs> no. like hey. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's like, I don't know. Why do they do that? Because it's just like, uh, is it to remind you that there are better things you could be reading or listening to? Or what? what is that? No, it's to make the reader feel like, oh, see, this is high class. Like, I'm reading, I'm not reading trash. If I was reading trash, there wouldn't be a Shakespeare quote in it. But this, see, this is literature. It's fine. I, I can guess. read it. Yeah, That's what but, it feels like to me. Is like it's saying, you can read yeah. this. I say I walked out of the encore when, in the middle, and pe- I'm, I'm sorry to the ten people who had to get up to let us leave, but um, I was like, yeah, we should listen to some ZC Top. That would be really cool. <laughs> um, I was watching the lady like to our left, and she'd picked up her things, and I was like, oh, maybe they'll go out, and we can just follow along. But she wasn't, and I was like, maybe I'll help her, and I'll be the one to. Make make a stand, yeah, <laughs> and and say I'm done. Yeah, so this is this is overall. I had a great time. I I just I really enjoyed it, um, for what it was. I, I was delighted. I got to hear my two Christmas songs. They were both in there, and I got to see lights and fire, and just also while I was experiencing it in the like, ooh, this is a Christmas song I like, and I enjoy these lights things. I also am sitting right next to Adam and knowing like. He did not sign up for this. He was not like, yes, let's go do this. He's like, I will do this because I know you want to do this. Yeah, and I, I told you as much. Yeah. That was oh. not a surprise. No. But it yeah. was a, the whole thing was a surprise to me. Like, what is this going to be? 
And yeah, it delivered on that. Right. Yeah. It was, it, it was, I mean, as much as we've tried to explain it, like it's, it's inexpressible how delightfully, surprisingly weird it was. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, yeah. So I don't think I can say anything more right? about so, Trans-Siberian Orchestra that hasn't been said. Right. So if you have a chance to see them and you are do not experience seizures with bright flashing lights, you might want to go check them out. I mean, it's something to have seen. And one thing you want to do, there was this one guitar solo the guy played for, uh, what was it? It might have been Carol of the Bells, but he did this two-hand tapping passage at the end. Which was really, really good. It was this Eddie Van Halen kind of style guitar playing. The wh- Where I felt bad was that nobody clapped after. Because oh. <laughs> I don't think they understand. Like, that was the good part that you're supposed to clap for. Didn't even notice. Didn't notice. I was so focused on all of the things. It was, yeah. it was just overloading. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I mean, but also for the people who are there who are not guitar metal fans, that doesn't really mean anything. Yeah. They just have no special, like they don't know that that's difficult versus um, anything else things. that they're yeah. playing. Yeah. So just, just l- listen for that and like give that guy a hand. Cause, cause good job, dude. You really nailed it. Yep. Wow. I, I don't, I don't know what else to say. Yeah. I think we, this is probably about enough for a trans orchestra. Yeah, like, but we, we've given them their due. Yeah. <laughs> now we will tell you if you are in Seattle or near Seattle, um, on the way to shows, we have a new tradition now. And this oh. started when we went to see Guns N' Roses at Climate Pledge Arena. <clears throat> and Eve's a very frugal person and likes to park for free. Um, so if you do see a show at Climate Pledge Arena, you can, uh, get a free, um, transit pass, transit pass. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're seeing something at Climate Pledge Arena and you get the Kraken app, you can take the light rail in and switch over to the monorail all for free to go see your show. So we take the light rail in. We, there's a, a stop where you have to get off so that you can go get to the monorail at Westlake at Westlake. And when we got off. We went and wandered around trying to find a dessert on our way to Guns N' Roses. Yep. And we found croffles. Boy, did we find a dessert. It is a dessert. It is a, it is croissant batter turned into a waffle. And then they put like whipped cream stuff on top and then your choice of topping. So like tiramisu or biscotti cookie or like blueberry or something. I I think they even like have different flavored um, whipped cream. Because, yeah, I think yours had more caramel on it than mine did. And, oh. Maybe. But it's it's amazing. You like, cannot order a wrong croffle. Right? I've, yeah. I don't think I've ever eaten a $9 dessert and been like, that was absolutely worth it. At, and like, let's a have another one. Yeah. yeah. And, and there I am like, yes. The first bite, I was just, this is amazing. How can I come and make this happen again soon? reasonably because yeah. i don't like we don't live super close to the city no but it's worth it i think we would go in just for the croffle and there's an asian market kind of asian like what is that asian street food asian street food it's kind of like a food court yeah and it's looks it smells great and it, yeah it looks delicious it's like kind of upscaley street food stuff yeah and, I, every time we've been there we've already eaten dinner so it's just a dessert thing but 
Yeah. But that's, I think yeah. that would be a fun place to go. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I like, I have thought about taking my kids out of school for the day so that we can go down into the city just to have a crawl and be like, life is amazing. <laughs> Look how privileged we are. We get to go have a crawl. If you're a truancy officer near Seattle, this show is for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> I would never do that. No. Never, ever. No, that's, that's unconscionable as a parent. No. Yeah. They just you getting want to be your in school kids, every day. You want your kids to learn things and, and learn to be bored. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They need to sit there and listen to other kids talk. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a valuable skill. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think we're going to sign off for this, for this episode. <laughs> is this enough? I feel like that's good. Yeah. yeah this, is, this is probably good. And yeah, since we're new to this, let's not make this go on too long. I think, uh... I'm so glad we could talk about this. And I've been waiting. This is very exciting. It was a very long car ride home. Right. When we're like, okay, I don't want to tell you what I think. I think you know <laughs> what I think. And it's... Oh, my God. But, yeah. I think we have to dive into the Christmas without the religion at some point. But we'll make that a future episode. Yeah. All right. It's been wonderful talking to you today. And I hope everybody has a nice day. We have not heard from Elijah, for those of you keeping track. Yeah. Nothing yet. Nothing. All right. All right. If you want to contact us, email, Instagram, Facebook. We're there. AIM. AIM. Zanga. ICQ. Yeah. Facebook Messenger. Did you mention that that one? I said Facebook. Facebook. That, That works too. You can look us up on Facebook mm-hmm. if you know. You could send us a text. I mean, text. We do have all these. <laughs> Email. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Even a phone call. Until next time, to all you fellow NPCs, whether you have free will or not, we hope you have a wonderful week. <laughs>